0: up, back on the street, Did my time, my chances. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, okay. Welcome to Dragon's Cast, a podcast brought to you by dad alums, who can decide if squash is defined more by the laws of Einstein or Newton. But first, we get talk Drexel basketball. With me today, I have Marshall Fleming, <laughs> 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 Nick Trieri, Lebronto, baby. Bill Martin. <laughs> That's all okay, Now, I am your host, slash, uh, Squash door Leon Makata. And, uh, but look, we have a lot of ground to cover today. Uh, we had a fall, few false starts with this episode. I think we tried to record one in Charleston. That didn't work out. That was two, about two months ago. Then there was a time, and I remember everything but the microphone, uh, <laughs> It's a problem. Uh, there was some world slash cross country traveling that made it hard for schedules to align. Even when it did, certain other life events would get in the way. And all while the news around postseason Drexel basketball, which I think immediately after the CA tournament was pretty positive and hopeful, started to get a little grimmer. And that I think was pretty much capitalizer got the worst news most recently, and uh, the one we should probably start with today. I think we'll be jumping around a bit, but uh, let's start with the exit of our best player from last year and, and, and probably Kirk Lee's uh, final boss in his video game of life, Tremaine Isabel. <laughs> uh, there have been a couple of takes of this on the Slack channel, but none more outright disappointed than yours, Nick. Uh, you mentioned that you won't be rooting for him. Care to elaborate? I think called him out on Twitter Oh, you to call, call me
1: out immediately? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who comes to a school for one year? Leaves here for two. Well, he was here for one year. <laughs> so year he sat out a year. Yeah. We designed the offense around him. Our freshman star point guard uh, swallowed his pride so Isabel could, you know, do what he wants to do. Is and, that what he was doing out on the court? Swallowing his pride. Well, he was you know, <laughs> Yeah, you know, it, it, it was tough for Kirkley this past year. We, we, we all know that, and it, it, they didn't mesh. We talked about it all year about their. Chemistry together wasn't the greatest. I, it just, I don't sit right with me. I don't like what 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 occurred. So I don't need to root for him. Why do I need to root for him? For he's not a drexel dragon to me. He had a great year. So, and, and he and he's and he now he's leaving. So it's not the Damian Lee situation. Is completely different. You know, we improved. We're an up and coming team. From one year to the next year, from under Spiker, you know, it's been a long time since we had a podcast. We didn't get to go post CA tournament. I think we had a great CA tournament run to a certain extent, based on our expectations. Uh, we had Charleston on the ropes in the second half. We lost. They ended up winning the tournament. We could we could have done something in the CAA next year with Isabel. Been, I was so Bill. I, like I, I don't know I, why you came here. Why did you even come here?
0: Very good question. Uh, I, I I guess it had something to do with Fortier, right? Fortier, uh, the coach. Is wasn't that was another whole reasoning?
2: Yeah. No. I mean, Fortier has connections to that area, um, and that's who recruited him here. I, mean, I don't. I don't disagree with Nick. I mean, it's it's very disappointing. Like when Damian Lee left, it felt like you got I like got kicked in the stomach or something. Like it was like very not expected. To this is more like. I think a lot of people kind of feared this was going to happen. Um, I've heard people talk about it. I think we even mentioned it before. Like if he graduates, you know. I thought he wasn't graduating. I
0: thought we had inside
1: info
2: that he wasn't. I think he's taking summer classes so that he can summer classes education screwing us again. Yeah, I can't think cancels classes or something. Can we but... put
1: him in that comp sci class that you <laughs> failed? <laughs> yeah, but try tried. CS-171 with Zosky?
2: <laughs> He's not passing that cheating detection software, I'll tell you that much. But, um, <laughs> the
0: cheating detection software. But, uh, uh, but are you going to root for him, Bill? Are, I think yeah. I still will. I
2: mean,
1: yeah. the kid plays... I, I would expect Bill... Not... Of course he will. <laughs> I'm not going to watch one of his games, one of his highlights. I hope he sits the bench. I hope...
0: I think your exact phrasing was that he, you hope he goes to a program and gets slapped with some <laughs> NCAA uh, you know, restriction on being able to go
1: into the postseason. Like ha- what happened to what Damian happened Lee? To Damian I did not Lee. want that to happen to Damian Lee, but I do want that to happen to Isabel.
2: <laughs> I can't wish bad again. I mean, he came here, he played hard for us. He's a good player. I wish he would stay. There's sadly a trend in the CAA this year of really good players leaving, which is kind of a problem for the league as a whole that's true I mean Zane Martin transferred out um, Ryan Daly transferred out Isabelle's transferred out now I don't know I forget if there's anybody else but there's like I thought the league was going to be really good next year like looking at the players we had come back like oh man we have a lot of returning like there wasn't a lot of seniors in the top 10 like scoring players and now it's like okay three of the top 10 have left and now it's this is a disturbing trend for the conference as a whole.
0: I think what confuses me more about even Isabel is why declare for the NBA then? Well, I think... That, they, what they, was that? Is that like... It's a thing people do now. So, like, you... Yeah, but why do that then just transfer out? Is there something that... Well, I think what might have happened
2: was you go... You make that decision, especially if you don't think you're going to be drafted, really, to try to get feedback from NBA personnel to, like, tell you, like, what you need to do to work on your game or, like... Mm-hmm. So I was kind of speculating with this with Nick earlier. It might be a situation where he went, maybe talked to somebody, and they're like, well, you put up his numbers against lower competition. Maybe you need to put it up against you know, a better level
3: of competition. If you did, you maybe would have a better shot. He is not getting to the NBA. Regardless,
2: do you think he doesn't think he's getting to the NBA, Marshall?
3: No, I mean, I think he should think he's getting to the NBA, but he's not. And Here's the thing. I don't hold it against him. I don't give any fucks about what he from here on out. I don't care if he's on a sanctioned team or he played for us for a year. I think even with him playing for us, just his tweets and all that stuff and head game stuff annoyed me. I just don't like the chemistry that he had with the team, despite his clearly being the best player. Um, I just, it sucks to lose him. I literally jumped off a bridge the same day and I just, I don't give any fucks about him going forward.
1: So you're not going to root for him? No. I'd still... Walk. I mean, this is how I take it with all the
2: guys who transfer out. And this is... Even with the guys who transfer at a lower level, I still kind of, like, keep up with them and try not to hold, like, a grudge. Like, this is a little bit different because he, like, kind of came here, upped his profile, mm-hmm. and then left. Like, that wasn't the case with almost everybody I don't everybody think
3: not caring about him
2: is holding, no, a, grudge holding I, a grudge. No, no, no. I just... I, I, I don't... I'm more talking about I'm Nick in this case. Right?
0: So something crazy <laughs> happens... Tremaine you know goes and plays somewhere and just tears it up to a whole different level gets an NBA look all of a sudden he's on an NBA team are you buying a jersey yes
1: (laughs) what oh come
0: on (laughs) I, answers.
3: Answers. I will
0: not. I'm not buying the jersey.
3: Me, like yeah. girlfriend who constantly gets cheated on, and then returns to her boyfriend. <laughs> no, 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 no. do you know
2: how much Drexel's getting all types of publicity just off Damian Lee being the league, and he transferred out. It would be the same thing. They would leave. Would mention it.
3: I think you were going
1: to be a get me. player. Yeah. We would be mixed but in. No, they
3: they'd they'd still talk about it. That gets mentioned on the Tremaine. That's Isabel correct. Story. Marshall's correct. They would
1: mention Mizao. They would mention whatever school he <laughs> goes to, which is, yeah, Drexel would be the the, mo- the most complete after. Have- I agree All right, with that. Let, let, me, let me put this out there. How many NBA players have we
2: seen play at Drexel? That's not the point. No, that's not the, the point. No, no, that's that's just the the point. Question. How many players have we but seen? I, mean, I don't think I I'm, I'm going
1: to go joke. back to the ex girlfriend thing. You're like, well, when do I get to bang that like hot guy, even though he cheated on me five times? But I'll never really get to bang a guy like that. Well let me ask this. <laughs>
3: I don't know my uh, <laughs> I don't know. How can I edit someone else out of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Elaborate more, Marshall, on the
3: next sentiment. No, tell us about that. No, but, but I think it's. Uh, no, honestly, the thing that makes me most upset about with him transferring is now it takes away, it takes some wind out of my sails for trolling Delaware for daily transferring. Because <laughs> then our best player transfers. So mm-hmm. it's like, what can I even say about Delaware?
1: They still suck.
3: They, they do, but, I mean, so do we now.
1: 30 points, 34 points. We'll always have the comeback. Uh, the comeback. Show. We have the comeback.
0: Yeah, yeah. but uh, I'm surprised. I'm actually, I thought you would draw the line of the jersey, to be honest. Just because it's one thing to root for him a little bit, maybe, but to actually go out there and support a player that really was just, like, here for one year.
2: Yeah, I, I,
0: we ha- if we had players
2: of the NBA every year, it would be a different story. This kid is like we don't have. So it's that more many.
0: because it's rare. you you're you're just you just want to buy an NBA jersey so bad.
2: No, it's a rare. Like I've sat we watched the kid for for a year. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed watching him play. I want to you know root for him going forward. If he plays against us, I'm not going to root for him. If he went somewhere else, like yeah. on a team, but if he goes to like some other conference, what, what am I going to do? I mean, he's making a decision for his career. I don't like it. It's a trend that's going into college basketball. It sucks for schools at our level.
3: Um, that That's the big thing. What Bill just pointed out is when they change those grad transfer rules or loosen them or whatever they did that these players are making these moves even more now, you're just going to see this more and more and more of schools at our level and the really low level, which I guess actually now the CAA is, even though we were one of the better mid-major conferences for a while, I think we're, just above being considered low major at this point, Uh, you're going to see the good players transfer out the second they have a modicum of success, whether that's transfer or even a regular transfer to sit out because it's just the way the trend is going. And they see some players jump ship and then they're like, oh, well, if they're doing it, that's what I need to do as well. And it sucks. It sucks for a program like us who was so close to having some sustained success back at the middle 2000s, early 2010s. And now I just don't see any hope of a return to even that level, much less making the tournament or being an at-large consideration every now and then uh, the way things are going.
1: I mean, I think we might be – the Isabel thing stinks. But there were some other positives from last year. I'm not – like we, we, we had some development of some guys that are coming back. We got Alahan that had a good year. Uh, Kirk Lee regressed a little bit, but I think Kirk Lee, he's probably kind of happy about this, to a certain degree. I would agree. I mean, I don't know... Yeah, but being happy about something doesn't always necessarily
0: translate to, say, performing better. And also, to your the statistic that you mentioned before we started recording, uh, it takes us from what being... You said. Oh, yeah. So, returning points-wise, I put in a like, spreadsheet of all the teams in the,
2: in the CAA... And with Tremaine, we had the second most points returning for next year, and without him, we have the second least, only above Townsend. <laughs>
0: that's a that's a huge fall. And, yeah, and
3: that's ridiculous.
0: And to make that up is going to be extremely hard. Yeah, uh, and I am less hopeful, unfortunately, for the season now. But you know what? We have we have some new recruits that we'll get to in a little yeah. bit to talk about. So maybe they'll. But to, going back to the point you guys made, so Ryan Daly transferred. You know that I think caught at least most people by surprise. Uh, he's uh, going to play for St. Joe's. Uh, Zane Martin, does he have a home yet, or is it, no. it just say he playing? has? They, I mean, they,
2: both those guys have to sit out here here because yeah. they're yep. sophomores. Well, they'll be juniors next year.
0: So Zane's leaving, definitely. Is, has, has there been anything? I, I saw something about Justin wright Foreman looking at potentially getting out too is that I think he might have declared
2: for the NBA draft but I don't, that don't know if that's all he did or not. Okay, I mean if it, he, that's leaves, kind of crazy, if he right? leaves that's a serious yeah. blow to the conference cuz he's a you know player of the year I mean it is in general. Isabel, zane martin this is purely Indiana like because of the,
0: it's not all because of the 50 year transfer no, thing
2: I think it's part of the thing is just like people want to get to the NCAA tournament yeah and our conference unless you win it you're, unless yeah. you win it wasn't the always tournament. like that. No, yeah, but that's the thing.
0: But like, I guess when you watch uh, in the tournament and you see a team like Syracuse make it in, being as crappy as they sure. are, and uh, certain mid-major teams yep. not get any sure. at-large bids, I think uh, you're right. Why well, would why well, go play for a shitty team in another conference, a bigger conference?
1: I think that's a bigger. I honestly, like the fifth-year transfer thing didn't apply to Zane Martin does apply to Isabel. Isabel um, wouldn't even be able to leave without the fifth transfer. Reply. Yeah. Either Damian Lee wouldn't have been able to leave. Like, I think the bigger, like, that's a little bit of a drip effect. Like, it's not like a, but the fact that the Syracuses and the NC States and the, um, those, what was Arizona State, are making the tournament over, like, it, it's happened the last, since we've gotten snubbed. It's probably forever,
3: dude. I feel like it's is. gotten worse somehow. They
1: added like four teams to the tournament and I feel like it's gotten there, worse.
3: Yeah. There have been fewer and fewer mid majors making it. And if you notice, like when a mid major has success in the tournament, they even get fewer the next year. So like when George Mason made the final four run, there were fewer mid majors the next year. When VCU made the final four run, there were fewer mid majors the next year. I don't think that was the year we got some Uh so with Loyola making the Final Four this year, if it's even possible for them to snub even more mid-majors at the expense of, or at the benefit of major schools, then look for that case next year. It's, it's honestly, from an objective point of view, not even as a fan of a mid-major, to me it's just disgusting because it should be about rewarding success. And what Syracuse did this year, whatever they did in the tournament doesn't matter. Their resume wasn't qualified quality to make it yeah before.
2: I never really quite understand I mean I get from like and the big schools make more money I guess so that's what they bring them in but like a school that wins I think who was it um the, 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 it was school the, was the they won like the, 20 games in a row and you don't get in like the year that we, we we won 20 years in a row 20 games in a row and didn't get in and then I forget what the other team was but there's been other mid-majors that win like almost every game they lose in their conference tournament. Was it St. Mary's? It wasn't St. Mary's. I can't think of it off. Antal State? Mm-hmm. Nah, no, it doesn't matter. But, it, I mean, the point is, like, there's a lot of teams that do this. They have a lot of success over the course of the year. They have a great season. They lose in their conference finals, and they don't get a shot because they give it to Syracuse, who had 15 chances of getting a good win, and they got three of them. You know, whereas maybe another team got two wins because they only had four chances at it. It's It's... It's not a fair system. It's, it's a life. It's not fair. But that's how it is. So I guess that's not going to change anytime soon. Uh, no. So. And just looking at it before we get off the Isabel situation. Sure. There was a tweet just talking and showing from uh, Jeff Brzeau showing who's looking at him. Um, so we got SMU, Louisville, South Carolina, Georgia, Seton Hall.
3: If he goes to Louisville, <laughs> that's <gonna be laughs> I know. the most... Irony of Louisville
1: Louisville's the best school out of all those ones you named. Oh, there's a follow up tweet saying Louisville reached out to him but they're
2: no longer recruiting him, so um, none of those other schools are that great. They play in better conferences. Did you say Houston? No. Southern Methodist, South Carolina, Georgia, Seton Hall. And then, like, strange Uh, enough, Western Kentucky and St. Louis. If he goes to Western Kentucky or St. Louis, I mean, what the hell is he going to That
0: to me at that point, if he goes to one of those schools, points it tells me that this isn't purely to get more exposure. It's because uh, of other... That would just be a stupid reason. I don't know why he would even bother. Other reasons that are maybe more player personnel related. I don't know. I guess we can move on from this.: Yeah, let's the move topic. on. Let's move on to some happy news. Oh, go ahead, Marshall. Do you want uh, some more sad
3: news? What's the expectation for next year? I mean, that's probably a loaded question, and I have to go soon, so I can't really get into it. But it goes back to the point of, like, if we don't have a step forward next year, you then have our coach going into the final year of his contract uh, with potentially uh, zero uh, success thus far. And you never want a lame duck coach. So <laughs> then, do we start over, but from an even worse position than when we let go of Bruiser? I'm just going to float that out there. I, I think that's a much bigger discussion than we have time for right now.
2: I was going to say, I don't know if it's worse position than we were before. I mean, you're almost starting from square one anyway. I mean, I think you're right, Marshall. You can't have a coach in a lame duck situation. I was just talking to Nick about this earlier, actually. Like, if you don't, if you have a guy going on his last year's contract, it's very hard to recruit. I mean, you, you got, there'll be people recruiting against you basically saying, like, hey, this guy's only going
3: to be here one more year. And um, we're already yeah. not recruiting great.
2: Yeah, so you're, you're, you're at a point where you either have to extend him or you got to get rid of him. And Isabel leaving isn't going to make it easy on Spiker. So, I mean, I hope we have a big leap forward next year. Without Isabel, a lot of people are going to need to step up.
0: Yeah, I hate to say it, but Isabel leaving immediately. Put Spiker on the hot seat. Absolutely. You, 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 yeah, I agree, and 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 I'm sure he's aware of that. And uh, you know, we can get. Uh, I again, I I don't know if I can get into everything for next year yet. I'd like to see how some of these players even pan out. Like I'm hopeful for Coltrane. Uh, I'm hopeful for maybe Alahan continuing to progress and maybe becoming better. And Kirk maybe coming out of a sophomore slump and playing a lot better in his junior, year. but. It, it, my immediate gut reaction is next year. Uh, I thought we would finish in the top half of the C A. We're back to the bottom half. So
1: I, I know I, I um, I'm not ready to say he's on the hot seat yet. I I know it's a big loss. I'm hopeful some guys step up. Um, you know, again, the rest of the C A lost some people. I, I thought the coaching job, just pure coaching. You know, we you know we had like complaints about things. I saw adjustments, I, I, not as quickly as I would have liked to see the adjustments, but by the CAA tournament, when we actually played defense, and we haven't talked about the CAA tournament at all, we played, we had a great, to- we, we played well, we had guys play defense finally in two games, Kirk Lee was our leading scorer against Charleston, by the way, he had a great game against Charleston, he had a bad season overall, but he had a great game against in our last game of the season. Uh, I and I think that from a coaching standpoint, I think we. Um, if I were to, I'd give him, I'd give him a B, overall. And I think so. I'm not quite ready to say this is a big blow, but I, I, I'm not ready to say he's on the hot seat. Oh, I think, if we start off terrible, oh, then that thing. conversation will change. I think there's a lot of time between now and the start of the season. Eh,
2: I don't, I don't think he puts him on the hot seat. Just for mis- – we we were the second
3: we were the 69th best team in the country out of 10.
0: <laughs> I saw you post that. Yeah. That was pretty funny. But no, okay. So let's talk about the CA tournament a little bit. That was a little bit of positive news. I definitely agree with you that there was progress made from year one to year two. I just think it's hard to take that progress from year two to year three when you're losing a significant chunk of your scoring. So, uh, But we did win the first game in this when we were in the CA tournament. Uh, last year, our last, we lost to JMU in the first round. This year, we beat JMU. So, and the second game, we were I think we were in it pretty much for most of the game until Grant, Lir- Grant uh, Riller took an arrow out of his quiver and uh, put us out of our misery, I guess. So, uh, but I, I was completely happy with our performance. That's about what I expected. In fact, uh, I was a little concerned there would be another first round exit. That wasn't the
1: case. I think Austin uh, Williams Austin Williams Yeah, We haven't given him enough credit Exactly He had a fucking amazing game Sorry Skip for the curse words But uh, <laughs> <laughs> He had a great great He won us the game Not Isabel No Austin Williams won us game Isabel one Isabel didn't have Another player that won't drum. be there next year But yes I know But <laughs> we'll replace him like we always do <laughs> With uh, Who's the big guy Tim Perry Jr. Will we? <laughs> Hard to say. This is the this is what hope
0: is called, Marshall. Nick believes <laughs> in the mystery box. You know, he, he, he given a choice between a you know, boat or a mystery box.
3: He just won't stare at
1: it. Just <laughs> Austin Williams. That was the best it's a whole different type of that box, was yeah. the best CA tournament defensive performance I've ever seen. I agree. No, It was in that dominant. Game. He His got Brad every never, rebound yeah. in the second half. He blocked entire he had, offense. He, he almost had, offense. had double digit blocks. He was a monster. He was a total monster. He had an awesome game. He did. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we were all very proud with how,
2: with how the team played down in Charleston. I think usually we're used to going to Charleston slash Baltimore slash Richmond mm-hmm. and being very disappointed. Other than three years maybe since we've been following the team since like 2000. There's been like, or 2001, I think it was the first year we went to the Was it 2001, 2002? Either way. It's been a long time. There's only been a couple times where I've actually been, like, proud of the team going down. Um, and this is one of them. I mean, I, they played their asses off. Austin Williams was a monster. We took it to Charleston, actually, and just were, kind of ran out of gas. Like, we just couldn't hit enough shots to beat that team. But we played tough. We played hard defense. It was impressive, really. I mean, I was I was pretty pumped about it. And like we've all said, I think if we had Isabel coming back, I think I'm – I'm really excited about this team coming next year and and seeing what we can do in the CA. Now it's like, you know,
1: Isabel didn't do anything in the CA tournament. I'm looking at the numbers. He didn't have a great CA tournament. No, he didn't. He would. Kirk Lee played the good in, against Charles. He had a I, I, and game I'm in just CAA. trying to look at the positives here. Austin Williams was the man.
3: Yeah, but when you He's, so you, when Isabel when 24 when points. you're focusing on the best player. It makes those other players step up for you to win a game and take Charleston to the edge. When that, without Tremaine, then they can just focus on whoever our best returning player is.
0: Yeah, Isabel wants up with twenty four against JMU. I don't think that's
1: a bad He's five of seventeen. He hoisted up double or more, yeah. more shots than no, that's kind it. of the Isabel way, isn't it? Gotta,
2: I mean the World is a very talented player that's not about <laughs> really Um guys, I gotta go.
0: So on to some happier news Damian Lee is on uh, the Atlanta Hawks and uh, I think he had a pretty unorthodox way to go about getting familiar with his new teammates right Bill
2: there was, there was an article basically saying that, that Damian went uh, on NBA 2k created his own character in there and um, put himself on the Atlanta Hawks to learn more about his teammates and how they play that's crazy um, it's kind of an it's intriguing crazy. way to get used to your that's nuts used to your players. And then, uh, and then the next night he's playing for the Hawks and he's dropping double dudes and he's played well from there. And it was
0: always fun to, like, find out. Like, I think all we, we all knew Damian Lee and we knew what he was potentially capable of if he ever made it to the NBA. Players like him, unfortunately, don't get a chance to go to the NBA in certain situations because of injuries, but also because of, you know, playing for a majority of his career at a mid-major school. So we knew he was able to perform at that level. I think when we saw him playing Drexel, we thought this guy's got the build, got the skill set that NBA players need. So it was almost, I think, surprising to a lot of the other folks that had never heard of Damian Lee uh, to see him play at that level. And it was fun to kind of see the discovery of Damian Lee through other people's eyes where, you know, and kind of almost feel reaffirmed that, hey, you know, this guy used to play at Drexel. And of course, you and I bought the jerseys pretty quickly.
1: You did. I got right? a jersey. Yeah, yeah I got the white. I got the colors available. Bill actually went down to see him in person. Oh man! Yeah, so I don't mean, even want to tell that story. It
2: was actually pretty cool. So I went down to the Washington Wizards game uh, against the Hawks. For some reason, it was the only game he didn't start since he was starting, which I was a little disappointed. But he, he played <laughs> a good solid amount of time anyway. Um, I think I was probably the first person to buy his jersey. Like it wasn't even the store it. yet.
1: I thought I you had to it. build it. Didn't you have to build I it? I bought yeah. I, I wonder I customized how many Louisville it. fans bought the jersey. <laughs> probably not I would, a lot I'm going to go fans.
0: ahead and put a, put a guess out there. Probably zero. Out there.
2: Yeah. But anyway, so we go down to the game. i went with a couple friends. Um, Preston's been on the podcast before, went down too. Um, but uh, we were just, you know, hanging out. I positioned uh, our seats like by the visitors' locker room, so in hopes that they would win, that they would pass by. But, like, during the game, like, we actually were at – I'm wearing the Damian Lee jersey round, obviously. And then in the concession stand, like, Damian Lee's mom comes up. Damian Lee's, like, best friend comes up. They're talking to us, hanging out. They're, like, asking me where I got the jersey. I'm like – I think you guys have a hookup. Like, you probably can get this jersey, but if you want,
1: you can go to the store. Yeah, NBA, <laughs> NBA store. Yeah, you can go to the NBA store and you customize. Press the it. customize button. Yeah. And you say, put the number. I on. don't even think you had to do that. It was on the store. Well, the first NBA order. NBA order was on the uh, store. Okay. Okay. Originally, you uh, had to
2: customize. Then you got it in the store. But so, I mean, it was really cool. We hung out with them a little bit. We talked to them. You know, they were really excited about him being there, obviously. So we um, took a couple pictures with them. And then, like, towards the end of the game, they actually ended up being the, the Wizards. Um, even though watching all the Hawks games is kind of painful because they don't seem to actually be trying to win a lot of times they <laughs> they're semi tanking. So yeah. I mean, he played. I mean, the players aren't tanking, but the coaches aren't making strategic moves to try and win the game. Well, I'll just say that. But anyway, so Damien's playing his ass off. They ended up winning the game. He comes over and we end up like we're by, right by the locker room. So he just stops over and like you know we're yelling "Dak Pack" and yeah. it was Damian, an awesome Lee, video. Type it was we really got a little cool. bit of a video. Is that it?
1: posted on the Dragons cast? Um, I mean,
2: Instagram? we can. It's not the best footage, but it's. That's it's not pretty bad. good.
1: I think it's pretty good.
2: So then you know he, he thanked us for being there and stuff. It was Damon's a good kid. I mean, I think everyone who's met him you know, yeah. knows he's a good kid. He's worked his ass off to get there. Ninety-nine um, percent of Dragon fans, even though he left, I think we're still like they understood the decision and um, are happy to see him in the NBA. I mean, I think almost everyone's happy. To yeah, see I would him say hundred percent Dragons fans. I haven't talked to anybody. Yeah, so. I mean, maybe the shouldn't go to Louisville wasn't a hundred percent unanimous, but I mean. The NBA. So, I mean, it's been fun to watch. I've never seen so many Atlanta Hawks games in my life. <laughs> I watched more uh, NBA basketball than I have in a while. Because um, I was pretty much trying to get every game. hoping he'd come over
0: to another team for next year so I can buy another jersey.
2: From what I've heard, he's structured his contract so that he can be open to other, oh, really? other offers. So, it's not guaranteed he'll be in the Hawks
0: next year. Oh, okay. But
2: hopefully we'll make a roster somewhere. If he's on well, the I Hawks, just bought I that home. Hawks jersey.
0: I'm fine. I can, yeah, I'll buy another jersey. I just want the rookie jersey, man. I don't
2: care where he goes after that. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for the kid. He worked his butt off. If
0: he if he goes to a team, like if he goes to the Sixers. Knicks. Knicks. Yeah, I feel like i will Cavs? No. Well, I'll, I'll yeah. go to the line somewhere.
1: <laughs> I'll go to any. I mean, I'm going to go to the game. He's yeah, I I mean, just like, the guy that's going to buy an Isabel jersey. You better buy a Cavs <laughs> Damian Lee jersey. I
2: think I'm, I'm the first to buy a, a Damian Lee jersey. I'll buy whatever team he goes to. I don't care what team You're he goes to. You're the first, though?
0: got to be close. I, I think Bill <laughs> might have been the first. No, I know he was. He just repeated it like three times. That's right. I asked him again. That's right. Uh, <laughs> he's <laughs> very proud of it. I'm not that proud of it. It's fine. But no, that was awesome. Positive but, news. Now, do you guys uh, – now, let me ask you guys a question. Uh, when it comes to – he did have his fair share of injuries, right? And he's still stuck to trying to make it into the NBA. He, as far as I know, he didn't really try to book it. To any, I guess, European countries, or right, anything to try to play there. No, Do you think that, uh, you know, the, why do you think he didn't do that, I guess? I'm trying to understand why he well, would have just thought, like, considering he had a couple of pitfalls, you why, know, you, why don't you, you go try to make some money?
2: If you're dead set on making the NBA, it's easier to go from the D League to the NBA because there's constantly people watching you. Okay. If you go to Europe, there's a chance, it's uh, it's not impossible, but it's harder to come back unless you have a really good rep early on, or you just go over there to like. Still a risk though, like you're gonna go to the D league, make nothing. Well, no, you're losing money for sure, and you might not never make it. Like the guy who played for um the best D league, the player ever. Yeah, yeah, I, f- I forget the guy's name, but he played for what ten years or something That's in what the D league, like. when they make like thirty grand a year or something. It's like it's something like that. Like yeah. I think thirty to sixty yeah. is the most you can make there. Unless you get like, I think the two-way contracts might be a little more, but either way, you're losing money being there. So you have to be like really confident that you're going to go or else you take two or three years and you just got to go to Europe and make 10 times the money you're going to make over there because that's the situation. But I mean, the guy's ability, and, you know, it's worked out for him. Hopefully he'll stick. I mean, I think he proved he can play. He didn't even shoot the ball well. He shoots the ball well. No, he didn't shoot the ball well. Which is, I, I thought
1: he was doing a bunch of other things that no. weren't normally his thing, like at Drexel. Like, he was driving, hitting mid-range, playing stuff. and He had yeah. a lot of things going. I mean, he showed he can do other things and not
2: have to have the ball in his hand too much and still be able to score. And if he shoots the ball well, he's averaging probably like 15 a game instead of like 11 or whatever he finished the season with. So, I mean, I think he could be
1: a valuable piece for somebody. Hopefully he'll get somewhere. And... now, Do you think on the Louisville Cardinals... Alumni podcast are talking about Damien Lee as much as we just talked about. No. There because they have many Trem- other team players to talk about. We're talking about Domino mentioned. Lessons at right remain Isabel. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, next topic.
0: Alright. Next topic. Do you guys want to talk about uh, the women's CA tournament?
2: I think that's a Marshall subject, and we've lost Marshall? Our, we've lost our expert. I didn't go. I can't. I, I to went to a couple of games. You, you want to comment on it?
0: I I'll i leave it at this. It was fun. It was fun to go to a couple of games at the DAC. There was, there, there we, sh, we should have won, but we just couldn't get our offense going in the last game. And um, I think if Marshall was here, he would mention how they put a giant sticker in the middle of the court. People were slipping. People in. were slipping all over it. <laughs> so. I think I, it, I should I should mention that. So other than that, I thought it was a great journey. Yeah, and you know, you, it, it wasn't really convenient for you guys to be there. I, mean, it's, it I watched it, it on on the webcast. Yeah, yeah. I watched online a little bit too. Like the girls. The last game that they lost, you know, they, they're a better team than that. They just had a bad outing, and otherwise, didn't look like you know, didn't look like uh, the the what is it the, the team. And ended up making it too far in the NCW tournament, anyway. Women's tournament. I yeah, know,
2: so. I mean the the women's tournament is much more, much less balanced than the men's. Even like, yeah. I mean the main teams just win all the time. Like mm-hmm. UConn losing was a huge upset. I mean our, our girls team's always been good. Denise Stone's a great coach. I'm actually surprised no one's plucked her up yet. Yeah, I think she's, she's waiting for the Nova, job. waiting for the Nova job. Yeah, something about to say. So mm-hmm. I mean. She's a great coach, and they've always been good consistently. So, I mean, I've all, I mean, all positive things to say about the women's
0: team in general. Anything you guys want to mention about the actual NCAA tournament this time,
1: other than the fact that Nova sucks, even though they won? I enjoyed watching Loyola play. Yeah, um, anyway. I thought they were um, a great mid-major team that we could. Ex- they, I mean, they they really played like a team. If you watch them. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no! They... they didn't have any star players. They had five solid team players. That uh, they they had a rough last game, but other than that, um, they they took what was given to them on the court. They had guys that could shoot, drive, rebound, play. They played great, great defense, which I think a mid-major team has to be able to have great defensive technique. Uh, so I, you know, I think that was a good sign to see a mid-major team make a make a real deep run, uh, get recognition. Um, you know, people's. You know, we're talking about you got to be a fifth year transfer and go to a big school. Well, there's guys, um, you know, they got to play in the Final Four. They didn't go yeah. to a big name school. Um, yeah. Louisville didn't make the NSA tournament. And yeah, no. Loyola Chicago yeah. went to the Final Four. So i said this before, like, I think if Damian Lee made the NCAA tournament at
2: either school,
0: mm-hmm.
2: he would have had a better shot of getting drafted. I think if you go to the NCAA tournament and you tear it up, your profile oh, yeah. raises a ton. And no not like that. I think the problem is, when I mean, Isabel, even Zane Martin, or see, like, where they're at and they think, okay, I'm less likely to get to the NCAA tournament on this team. Unless you see the team is, like, Top of the league, like Charleston or something. You're thinking, okay, maybe I can just go somewhere else and be able to get to the NCAA tournament and showcase my abilities there. I mean, it sucks. <laughs> that's what I think is happening. But I, I did love watching Louis, uh, not watching uh, Loyola. Mm-hmm. I actually was rooting for Houston because we beat Houston, and I thought they looked pretty good. This would be hilarious. They Houston... really should have beat Michigan. I know. They were really good and somehow we beat that team over the course of the year, so I I was like, okay, this would be a huge confidence boost for us if we Houston goes further that and one further. Like Ray is nasty. He's, yeah, he's, he's a beast.
0: He killed us in the first half. Somehow in the second half we were able to continue a little bit. So Yeah, I mean Isabella had a
2: huge game that game. Yeah. He had like seventeen rebounds or something. Something silly. Along
1: with twenty some points. <laughs> but um Now let me ask you this. Does if the NBA changes their rule back to high school grads can go straight to the NBA and they no longer go to the Kentuckys and the Dukes for the one and done teams, does that help mid-majors a little bit? No. Because those top tier players are no longer I think in about the it. college realm at all? All that happens is the talent town shifts up. Yeah.
2: So like they don't get that player, but they get the next guy. So we don't get that guy. It's like it's a system that just like yeah, but I, I think, think we're getting. I don't some... think
1: any guy that's looking at Duke is also looking at Drexel. No, Drexel. That's that's not, a, no. Well, no not but a, you go uh, down it, it down. goes downhill.
2: So it's like okay, he's not looking at Duke. Maybe he's going to Georgia. I'm not going to Georgia. He's going to eight ten. He's
1: not going to eight ten. Now he's going to Drexel. So you know, right? when you start to get down to that, so yeah, but, but, but the, the margins are a lot. No, like I don't know, the that... top guys that are going to the NBA are so much better.
3: No, that's so, not necessarily like Anthony true.
1: Davis type player. That's not necessarily that true. I I see what you are
2: saying, but look at Villanova. Villanova's it's an exponential
1: guys. curve. It's not linear. That's what I am saying.
2: No, but if you have those guys, like okay, so they have that first year player, right? So we get a guy who maybe we wouldn't have gotten had not just by filtering down. So like we get that guy for four years now, but if they no, don't... but they're transferring out apparently. Yeah, maybe, possibly, but we got that guy at least for that for that point in time. If they don't, if they don't get that guy, it shifts up a little bit, and we don't have him now. does it matter. I don't know.
0: I think it, doesn't it would be marginal. Majors that
2: much. I think it would be marginal either yeah. way. I don't Probably, it's
0: it it not enough. It? I, I, I honestly like think that would impact more school like Nova. If like I mean, they it can be come. more
1: successful, maybe. Well, Nova
0: doesn't even get those type of guys. Yeah, exactly. Nova doesn't get those type of guys. So now uh, if, if you allow them to go directly to the NBA, I feel like some of those kids that go to Nova might end up going Oh but like the other. But it'll, so they they'd negatively. have trouble they have more trouble getting even the,
1: yeah. the type yeah. of players they're the, the, the Nova gets like the one one B yeah, type of guy. Exactly. exactly. And I don't I see, think they would be able and to assemble B the B will then they go do. to North Carolina yeah. or Duke yeah. or Kentucky. That's yeah. what you're saying.
2: It's possible. Yeah, I mean I I think it would be inevitable. Probably yeah, not for us. But
0: I think it would be impactful more in the top area than in the, mid, like the mid-major section. I guess I was trying to get through. But uh, any other topics that you guys want to talk about?
2: Um, you want to talk about the freshman coming in? I think we might have Absolutely. Let's do it. So, we've got... No Crestworthy. We don't have Crestworthy now. Damn it. Committed a to cool name. UNC Asheville. We've got one
0: cool name. I was hoping for two. We've got Coltrane Washington. <laughs>
2: we got a bunch of W's. We got Coltrane, Washington, Zach Walden, um, Cam winner Cam winner and oh, the Cal Poly guys. What's the kid Cal Poly's team. I hope I, he tears it up. I ha, okay. Well, I'll, I'll start with the Cal Poly kid because I know virtually nothing about him. <laughs> he looked like he walked on Cal Poly originally and got a scholarship in the second year. Um
1: John Moran, two point
0: Hopefully. I hope 2.0 means more than
1: this. That's like just
2: a second plus. version. That, of that would be a plus of John Rett. I mean, he he looks like he can shoot the ball. He barely played for them. He played like nine minutes and averaged like less than three points a game. He looks like he's going to be a body for us that can possibly come in and space the floor a little bit. I mean, that's what I would expect out of him. Okay. Um, Coltrane Washington was our first recruit. Um, he's about 6'5" he'll probably shooting guard for us. He ran point for his high school team, but, um, uh, he's not really a natural point guard. Um, he's not, probably doesn't have the quickness to play point at this level. Um, but he can really shoot. I mean, the kick he shoots lights out. He's a really good three point shooter. Um, and he's got, so he can handle the ball obviously cause he ran point for his team too. Um, he's not overly athletic, but he's, he's quick for his size. I'd say he's, he's so I, I think he'll bring some something to the table that we can use right away. I think he could give us like an Iceland type type season in his freshman year if he plays like hitting the open three. Um, he might be able to handle the ball a little bit more than Iceland could. Um, he's a little bit bigger, um, but I think that's kind of what he can give us in the first year. He's he needs to get stronger. Um, definitely needs to get stronger. He'll need to learn to move without the ball a little bit because he's playing point in in uh, in high school. So. Um, playing off the ball could be a little bit different for him, but I think he can give us shooting in the, in the beginning. And I think Spiker actually, we'll see what the rest with the other guys in this past kind of made a priority of guys who can shoot. Uh, we already talked about the Cal Poly kid who's mainly a shooter. Um, Coltrane can shoot. Um, then we got Zach Walton. He's a Juco kid, um, a junior. He can shoot, but he's not really, I wouldn't put him as a shooter. Like he had a shot, a pretty good percentage but it's more like something he can do rather than like his specialty kind of like um, what Coltrane, Coltrane's actually a specialty is probably shooting. Uh, Zach Walton's like a 6'6 kid, kind of versatile, can do a little bit of everything. He can drive, he can post up. He kind of like when I watched him in his games, he kind of uh, took advantage of mismatches. Like he post up a small guy, he kind of drove by a bigger guy. Um, He had some versatility there. He's not really great at everything or, but he's, kind of can do anything, if that makes any sense. Like, he doesn't have, yes. like, a, uh, a specialty. Like, he, he's a little inconsistent finishing inside. He can shoot a little bit outside. He can post up a little bit. He's pretty good in transition. He can pass, but someone doesn't make the best decisions. Um But I think he could be a, a decent defender for us, too. Like, coming in, give us a little versatility in defending. Like, one of the problems we had in the tournament was with uh, Brantley, who we have no answer for, is he's, mm-hmm. like, six seven six eight. And the guy can...
1: Why doesn't he transfer out? I don't know. Does he want to make the NBA? Hit him up on
2: Twitter and ask him a question. I mean, the guy... but they made the tournament. So, I mean, <laughs> there's not really
1: much you can say there.
2: But, I mean, we didn't have anyone who could defend it. Maybe Walton could kind of help us with that type of kid who can maybe, you know... He's got a little bit more size, so he can defend the up perimeter, and he has a little bit more mobility. And Cam is the last kid we picked up. And usually, like, whenever Bruiser picked up a kid late... I was always a little questionable about it. like we picked up like Yannick yeah, say. There there's a couple it's other a like name.
0: late pickups what, what, and bruiser. What, 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 was Tyshaan a late pickup? I
2: don't know play. if Tyshon was late, but I mean there's been some late pickups and bruiser and you're like His it was yeah. yeah.
1: And it was like what is Yannick was always in in the mix of a really big play that went against us. He lost like four games, <laughs> so <laughs> He, he game put him in key situations
2: to blow it. Someone <laughs> would file out, and they would score a bucket over him. I, you can't blame the kid. I mean, it's yeah, nah, just nah. coming. But, I mean, it's – but Bruiser was not going to late recruits. Well, Spiker seems to have kind of a knack of – they found some guys late. Like, you know, Kirk Lee was very late in the yeah, process. Yeah. Even Carter was late in the process. And I watched Cam Winter, and honestly, I really like the kid. Like, he runs point. He's not a natural point guard. So, like, he's not – Kirk Lee or or even Isabelle, where you're like driving in and setting up players. He's not that type of point guard, but he he brings the ball up. Um, he can find the open man. Um, he shoots the ball really well. So for mid range, I mean he's deadly for mid range. Really? And then from long range, he can shoot too. I think he shot like forty over forty percent from three um, for his prep school team and. Um, like, he had, he had a couple, like, really difficult step-back three-pointers against some pretty good competition um, when I was watching him. And he can do some other things. He can get to the hoop. He drives to the hoop. He can finish inside. He's a pretty good free-throw shooter. He's pretty athletic. He's got a lot of defensive potential. He's got quick hands. Like, he anticipates the ball well. He just tries to go for, like, steals too much sometimes, like we've seen with some of our guys, instead of playing. Yeah. You know, like, good, solid defense. Um, he's sloppy with the ball at times, like passing, but um, – Overall I have, I think he's got potential to be a good player. Um assuming he can run point this level. He didn't really get a lot of pressure when I watched him, so it'll be interesting to see like if he can handle that or if he'd slide more into a two guard role, but but I like him, so I mean the class is interesting in general. I think Spiker prioritized shooting.
0: Yeah, I can I can see Mill I love I love uh, Bill's breakdown of He's been, great he's been doing it forever, so it's really good. It's the only thing I, I now. I'm all hyped, officer. I feel pumped oh, up. Okay, and I I, 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 the problem with Bill is he, he's he's a positive guy. He's always been a positive guy. And, and based on what he just told me, I feel like we're gonna have a great year next year. <laughs> <laughs> like I've I bought into the fool's gold. I drank uh, Kool Aid. I don't want you know. guys. Know. Spike You the always to have- no coach of the year, son.
1: Let's you always go. have a little bit it's of hope. You crazy. don't know what's gonna happen. You never know what's going to happen.
0: Uh, you see, I would, say, I would agree with you, except, we, except for we've seen what has happened for too far, for, for too long recently in Drexel basketball. The and Eagles I mean,
1: might win the Super Bowl. What? Who would have thought that? That's yeah. what we're waiting for. We're waiting for one of those years. Every Eagles fan thought that as soon as they saw Carson Wentz play one game, they thought
0: that with they um, thought that Sam was Bradford. like less, they they Bradford, thought that with the last same Nick Foles, last time. Nick
1: Foles. But then it did happen, so you never know. You have no idea. I mean, in order for us to be good next year.
2: We need a, a lot of things to happen. I think, like
1: we have, we need Tim Perry needs to come in and do do some work on the glass. Okay, so we, we need get, a freshman to step up.
2: Yeah, we've got some knowns, right? We got Kirkley's probably gonna have a better season than he did last year. Yeah. I think without yeah. Isabel, I think he's free to kind of do what he did in his freshman year. I think he'll take a step forward. Hound's probably gonna be around the same, maybe a little bit oh, better. He's Probably our number two. He's Lord. number two. He's gonna be back. Troy Harper, I think, has a better year than he did this year. There's no way he shoots that poor percentage. He needs to start hitting his threes a little bit. Well, late. if you look at what he did his first two years, he didn't shoot 15%. I mean, he shot, like, mm-hmm. I think one year he shot over 30, and the other year he shot, like, close to 28. So, even if he gets to that, that's, like, an improvement of what we have. Um, but then, those are, like, the three guys who have, like, a consistent scoring for us. And the rest is kind of up in the air. Like, Sam Green, barely played. I think he's got some potential to be I like, here. I like Sam Green's
0: potential. I'm just worried more from a defensive paint. Well, who
2: are we looking at? Yeah. So, Alihan's not a great defender in the paint. No. He's good on offense, but he's not the great on defense. So, who do we have in the paint? We got...
0: Todd. Uh, Todd.
2: We have Todd. Todd <laughs> is not going to be great on defense. No. He's not. I think he's got offensive potential. Yeah, you're... Um, yeah. I think he has a lot of offensive potential. What about that kid from Navy? Bro? Well, that's the other two people we got. So, we got uh, James Butler. Yeah, that's what Who supposedly is very active. He's like an athletic kid. Yeah. Can rebound. He was a big-time scorer in high school. I haven't seen really any tape on him too much, so I can't really comment on it too much. But hopefully he gives us some energy plays and can get some rebounding for us. I mean, that's the main things we need from him. And then we have Tim Perry, who probably has a – I mean, he's got a ton of potential. The kid is like 6'10". He's actually pretty big. Like, I think he was skinny when he got here, but he actually looks um, like he hit the weight since he's been here. Uh, I think he's got some defensive potential. And I think the coach is actually really – like, I think he got most improved player at the banquet if I'm not mistaken, and he didn't even play. So, I yeah. mean, obviously in practice, practice like, this season. kid put the time in and just – he didn't play because they were red him. Yeah. And that's what they were – Then that's a smart move to, to make. Um, so, you hope he steps up. Uh, and then, Doles. I think Doles and Tadas are kind of – besides maybe one of the rookies who, who gives us some, some minutes, like, Tadas and Doles have to step up. Or Sanford. Yeah.
0: Like, those guys, like – yeah, Kirkley can only get. I'm, some I'm his actually. Eyes. I think Sam Green, assuming he stays healthy, is going to be a big contributor for next year. I think he would have been even this year. I think he's an interesting player because of his size, and he was actually hitting some of his outside actually, shots. I forgot about Sam
1: Green. You were gonna have coming back. Yeah. yeah, Sam Green looked solid. Yeah. Is he, he
0: the last of the Bruiser recruits?
1: The last of the Mohicans?
2: I believe. I believe so.
0: Yeah, I think so.
2: And he's coming as a Richard sophomore. So. Yeah. I mean, uh, who knows? I mean, it, we need some. Those players, that we have potential. What do you think? I is don't a know the
0: tournament next year, Bill.
2: Fuck no. <laughs> Bill doesn't believe. Even Bill doesn't buy it. No. I mean, did. we would. It would take
1: like a, say we go eight and eight. Spiker get fired conference.
2: conference. Well, this is this, no. here's my question. Oh come on. My eight question. and eight's got to be a victory. Here's my question: Absolutely. eight and
1: eight, do you extend them? Fuck yeah. Okay, I extend them. All right, how long? I, I give him another three years. Okay. Get some recruits flown in here. Yeah, yeah, I think if you're gonna extend them, you gotta give him another. Oh yeah, you can't, I agree. You can't I give like, three. Oh, let's. You know. We go eight and eight. You can't not extend him. Yeah. I think we out can, out can go eight and eight. The team we have coming back, if we play wow. defense. defense. Who's this guy? If we Did play, guys, what happened before defense.
0: I Defense. We have to Did you guys play have defense. A freaky Friday moment.
2: Yeah, the lack of hair just lets the brain like flow. transfers over to him. I don't know. When I looked at the stats, I'm not optimistic about next year we're losing like the I'm team. not
1: you know I'm all not, of a sudden Bill's the
0: statistician and you're the freaking uh, positivity I'm the positivity leader. hope guy
1: yeah but he's still going to wear his jersey I mean you know what the player to, I'm not even going to say his name anymore <laughs> the hired gun that came in for one year and put up a bunch of stats we shall no longer talk about he's going to wear his jersey jersey. That that's okay. disgraceful Bill why is that disgraceful he's not a Drexel Dragon he is it's a not. Dragon not. You play her one year,
2: you're dragon. I don't care. Shit. I don't like them leaving. I don't. I, I think
0: he, uh, considering he was there for the greatest moment in Drexel basketball history, big part of it. Big part of it. I think. <laughs> I think uh, he's earned his, you know, dragon scales. <laughs> <laughs> Disagree. But I'm not buying his jersey. <laughs> no, but it, it,
2: it'll be interesting to see what, what happens next year with these. Someone needs to step up a big. He's mm-hmm. not a contributor already. Is it Tatis? Coltrane?
1: little smooth jazz. <laughs> Coltrane Washington.
2: Coltrane I mean, <laughs> Washington. Coltrane could. I mean, the shooters we bring in, we could potentially have a lot more
0: three pointers yeah. next year. So you know, that's what he's going for. That seems to be very clearly what he's trying clearly. to do, and that's fine. That's how you you know you got to find points. You know, it's like a, maybe he'll be the Billy Bean. Yeah. Of, uh, you know college basketball over here but just to i guess wrap up over here um i did want to mention you know i think one thing that's been great even in this off season and we had this giant gap between our from our last podcast to this one is just the slack channel and how how many people are just talking on there how much information that i'm getting even from there uh, I just want to give you guys all a shout-out over there. Uh, you guys are doing an incredible job. I think we have a good, great community there between all a, Dra- uh, uh, a Dragon, uh, our podcast over here, and the Slack channel now. It's just been it's it's just been uh, incredible. So thank you so much for everybody on the Slack channel. If you're not on the Slack channel and you listen to the podcast, you really should be. It's very easy to join. You just go to the, our website, dragonscast.com, and you just click on the icon. Uh, Slack link on the very top of the page in the menu bar. So please, and I think, and there's no better place to find. I think Drexel basketball latest I mean, news I mean, everywhere. just breaking news, breaking opinions, and news. <laughs> so uh, and and, uh, and we hope to have. Uh, uh, we do hope to have a special podcast coming up very shortly. with maybe uh, we'll have Coach Spiker on. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on.
1: Let's see. Simon. Spiker. <laughs> Coach Spiker. We're um, going to ask uh, tough, riveting questions. Riveting and tough. Uh, so if you guys <laughs> have
0: any questions that you'd like to uh, ask. Uh, in a, submit in the Slack a, channel. Submit in the Slack channel. Exactly. Uh, and we will, we will dig it up and we'll add it to our list. And, you know, and we'll ask him and we have them on. So that will probably be our next podcast. We'll probably have them on. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think it's very timely. Because uh, like uh, you know, there's a lot of positive stuff, like the incoming recruits and a lot, some of the talent we're keeping that could progress. But there's a lot of questions too, and you go from uh, returning the second most points to the seven most so. second, second least, the second least sorry. <laughs> not even eighth, ninth, right, So okay. anything else you guys want to add before we wrap up here? Good. Yeah, no, I think that's That part of it.